So we just read Proverbs 28, was that 28? 23. 23, excuse me. And one of the topics that we just uh, discussed about it was about manifestation um, of our reality. And if it's a part of, some people say it's, um, like uh, Jenna said. Against your religion or Christianity. Yeah, it's anti-religion in a way. (laughs) But there are many places in the book of, uh, of the Old Testament and New Testament talking about creating our reality. And the things that we think become the things that we are. And manifesting our life. As a man thinketh in his heart, so shall he be, or she. And uh, not long ago we had Jenna recording um, As a Man Thinketh, which is really cool. We just have to edit and put it together. As a man thinketh, and there's also as a woman thinketh, all I do is change the word. But how we're thinking and what we're truly believing in our heart, we start to manifest in our world around us. Once we turn off the news, and as much as we can shed the outside world, which is fictitious in our world, that outside world doesn't dictate who I am. The more we push that through our educated mind, the more the innate mind starts to believe it. So the task of doing all these things, the readings that we do, listening to philosophy, meditation, everything is to shed the outside world so we can become closer to spirit. Jesus had to spend 40 days fasting and meditating on Mount Sinai to shed, not because he wanted to, I guess he wanted to, but to shed the outside world in solitude, meditation, fasting, so he can become closer to God. So he can create the reality, the next step. Where can I get my next step is from my clarity. The booming voices that we hear within when we listen to our innate are already there and speaking to us. It's the outside world that clouds that type of thing. All the news and pandemics and riots, all that stuff. You know, there are things that that affect us generally, but how we allow it to affect us and how we serve people, how we create our reality. I don't have to go sell my house. I don't have to give up all my worldly possessions and live in poverty now because other people say that whatever, that, you know, we need a distribution of wealth. And that's called socialism, right? I have worked for what I have. You have worked for what you have. Every moment of your life, you've gotten one step farther, whether it's learning to take one extra step without falling in your dirty diapers, learning how to ride a bicycle, you know, 30 feet, then 100 feet, and then you're unstoppable riding that bicycle. All those steps and progression of life are extremely important for ourselves. For me, it's having a house of comfort was when I serve people and I get the outside world coming to me, all the negative that slips in, even though we have rules of no politics in here, all those things, and it slips in sometimes. I need to be able to go home and be able to disconnect. So my home comfort, and that has been how I have been my entire life. I've always had my sanctuary, right? Whether it was my bedroom and my my family's home, is having just that escape, right? Whether we shared it, it was the times I shared a room with my sister. 
And for her to escape from me was having a stereo and be able to listen to music with headphones to escape her younger brother. That was her little bit of sanctuary, right? We've needed it our whole lives. Having a time as a parent is a tough time because finding those moments of sanctuary are very difficult, especially when it's your early in your parenting time. And it might get eat harder. I'm, I'm three and five years old. I still can't find time for myself. But that means the area that I'm in has to be nurturing for me. And that's with all of us. So I can have that creation time. So we all can have those times where we're thinking about who we are. Where am I in my journey of life? Getting introspection. How could have I have handled this relationship a little bit better with whatever, whom I was speaking to on the phone or with a parent or a, somebody that you deal with in life? Maybe working better to repair relationships. Learning how we react within. Know thyself. Knowing ourselves and how we interact. For me, I need solitude. I need peace. My wife knows it. There are times she'll go to the park and give me time to myself. And, you know, an hour or two hours is golden at times when we need that time. Sometimes I do it in my car. I will, I'm a driver. I love to drive. I take those moments and disconnect while I'm driving. With music or without. I don't mind driving with no music. I really enjoy that, actually. So finding our sacred space. Our sacred space is within us. Let's start with that. But finding time to nurture the sacred space. That's what I'm going to name this recording. Nurturing the sacred space. When I get adjusted, that adjustment is a sacred space. The space in between the palm of the chiropractor, the hand of the chiropractor, or the adjustment tool, and the moment the adjustment's given. The chiropractic office is a sacred space. That's why I nurture our vocabulary. That's why we read this in the morning. All those things are extremely important because this is a temple. The space within ourselves that we're clearing with each adjustment, with each moment of meditation, with each moment reading philosophy, all those things nurturing that space within us. That is where it's truly sacred. <clears throat> no one can get in there without our permission. And we give permission by, I mean, the news has not really said anything new in about five months. If we look back before that, nothing has been stated new for maybe 25 years, okay? Wars have been going on. People have been killing each other. Kittens get, you know, caught in trees, but we don't hear about that, that the firemen save them. But ultimately, the same programming has been going on to get through that educated to touch our innate without our permission. We're allowing it by turning it on. We're allowing it by speaking about it. We're allowing it to get past our guardian. The stronger the guardian is, and that comes from work, turn off the news, spend more time in joy and happiness. If there are people that get into that side of us, we have to update our Rolodex, update our, our contacts list. I'm putting you on pause for 30 days. Unfriending people. 
I got so many trolls I realize on my even Facebook feed that I've never, I don't remember who this person is. Somehow they're in there and there's a lot of negative content. Exit, you're out. Even friends that I've had a long time, I'll tell them, I got to pause you 30 days. You got to allow yourself to be freer. Now is the time most important because we've got to nurture that temple within us. Because people depend on us to be that beacon of light. They depend on us wholly, whether we know it or not. I have two children, of course. They depend on me. That's obvious. We have a lot of people we care for in here. They, they, they have a dependence to look at us to be a beacon of light. Very often they talk about the news to get them to a different, get us to a different vibration that matches theirs. I would rather keep my vibration higher and bring them up to match ours. Not we're superior or anybody's inferior, but nurturing that vibration, that temple within us, and that shining light. The debris of the world, Pasquale used to talk about the debris. That's the stuff that dims the light. So each morning we do these things, we do the visualizations, getting a little exercise like Judy started this morning, shedding that outside world, whatever it might be. Because very often we separate, we're not thinking about who's going to get elected. We're not thinking about all those things when we're in our exercise program, when we're doing something physical. The mind is usually off those things. When you get on it, I know I've done it in the gym, I've sat there with the glazed look for a few extra moments, and what was I doing? I'm thinking about the outside world. That's a der moment, right? You've seen people in the gym doing it. And the stupid TV's in the news. I can't stand that on the, in the gyms. 20 years ago, that didn't happen. But still people do the dirt. And still people do the dirt. You do the dirt. Or when you're talking to people about dirt stuff, right? You know, someone else is just sharing your dirt. But Sometimes I put myself there because I don't want to hear what they're talking about. Well, you know, that's another thing, too. During them out. <laughs> creating your dirt moment. No. But blocking that stuff out by... Then you get physical and you start exercising... You hit the treadmill, you start lifting weights, do whatever you're doing, you sort of flood that stuff out. I can't listen to people's conversations when I'm exercising. Thank God. Makes me want to exercise more. But, because I don't want to hear people, especially in restaurants, it's getting worse every day. So, but nurturing that temple within, and that is truly what it's about. For me, I'm teaching my children those things and their basic principles. And it's, it's the same we talk about with everyone else. Same thing teaching people about chiropractic when they bring in their children. I'm really talking to the adult on the table, but I'm saying in childish ways, which is if a kid can get it, everybody else should be able to get it. We should be able to talk about ourselves and the principles we're talking about now to a child. So this morning of really nurturing that within us I read green books. We have our green book meeting that I did last night at 8 o'clock. And then we did right after that, 9 o'clock, we had another uh, talk, or, or DE talk. Um, I had another one at 7 that I just had to skip because I can't just do three in a row every Tuesday. It just will wear me out. That wouldn't be nurturing to my temple within. It would be sacrifice. 
because I'm, it would push me past a limit where the night would be even, you know, sometimes when I work that hard, I can't sleep. So we have to nurture ourselves. We have to look within. Taking those moments of pause, right? Jesus on Mount Sinai, I use that um, example very, very often because, hey, he was Jesus. Why would he have to meditate? Why would he have to pray? But he did it all the time through the Bible. And, you know, that is an example for me to do those things as well. Taking the moment for meditation. Taking the moments for prayer. Taking the moments of visualization. Fasting. I haven't fasted now in a couple of years, doing a full fast. I've done seven, ten days at times. That was enough for me. Um, Maybe I'll fast soon. I read things about people fasting because they're getting fat and all these things. It's the worst reason to fast. You're gaining it all right back. Fasting is to clear our addictions and the addictions of the outside world and to get closer to God. The addictions are the outside world. So that's what I have this morning. I had a powerful day yesterday. A lot of it was in pause of waiting because I had multiple phone calls through the day. I had to work with people. It was a very, very busy day for me. I never really left my house very much. We went on a bicycle ride with the kids and played in the park a little bit. But it was all on the phone, on computers, and it took a lot. But I feel revived from it because it was all nurturing the temple within me. It was all nurturing. So I'm bringing that to this table today. I'm bringing it tomorrow and every day forth because I choose my vibration. And you do too. All right, anybody have anything else to add? Okay.